two ATMs on campus if you need some cash. Visit one of Ascend's four Murfreesboro branches or visit Ascend online at ascend.org. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Stephen F. Austin, 6 of 11 from the floor for 54%, 0 of 2 from the three-point line, and they have not been to the free throw line in this half. Middle, meanwhile, 7 of 14 for 50%. They are 2 out of 5 from the three-point line and have also gone 4 out of 6 from the free throw line in this half. For the game, Stephen F. Austin shooting well, they've got the percentages all wrong on the stats. <laughs> that math is a little hard there. I'm with you. It's a little bit off there. They're 10 of 31. Yeah, they're 10 of 31. They're not even showing the so right uh, field, field goal percentage. I don't know what's going on with the stat program. But anyway, <laughs> Stephen F. Austin, 10 out of 31. Middle, 12 out of 21. Stephen F. Austin, 4 out of 7 from the three-point line. Middle, Tennessee, 3 out of 9. Middle has been to the free throw line nine times, made six. Stephen F. Austin, two out of four. MTSU inbounds the ball now, facing pressure, 11.35 to go. Dishman sends it to the far corner. It's Cam Weston right in front of his bench, being coached by Nick McDevitt. 53-48 MTSU. The pass, the drive, the slam! What a play, and it is Eli Lawrence flushing it home. 55-38, they've now matched their largest lead of the night. Stephen F. Austin the other way, Hawkins layup good, and just like that, it's not the largest lead anymore, 55-40. Yeah, one of their favorite sets, obviously, is to raise their offense up above the free throw line, get it to the wing, and just let him rip and go baseline. 11 to go, MTSU trying to wrest control of this game. A couple of baskets could start to put this one out of reach as the clock ticks, but against a fast-paced team, they're not feeling safe yet. Well, Stephen F. Austin in a matchup zone right now, you saw what Middle did to that zone last night. They're doing it again in this game. Inside out three. Pass, three point shot, good. Lawrence, it's an 18 point lead. The Lee Company three pointer. And now that's the biggest lead of the night for the Blue Raiders, 58 to 40. Rough sledding for Stephen F. Austin on the offensive end as they just whistle a ball out of bounds. They right just threw now. it away. They're just completely destroyed. Yeah, right there it was Armbrester who threw it to his coach. 
You're not supposed to throw it to the guy that's yelling at you unless the guy yelling at you is in the paint or at the perimeter. Certainly not on the sideline. MTSU ahead 18 and with the basketball. They have 13 points. Sorry, they have 17 points off of 15 turnovers by Stephen F. Austin. Up 18, 10-13 to go. Leonard with the basketball. Square pass up at the top of the key. Over to Weston, three-point shot no good. And a long bouncing rebound here means a fast break opportunity for Stephen F. Austin. The driving player loses his footing, falls down, ball goes out of play. It's gonna go to the Blue Raiders. That was Hawkins who just couldn't keep his footing or the basketball with 10.02 to go. MTSU has the ball and an 18 point advantage. West Bowling and Kyle Turnham watching MTSU attempt to go 2-0 in the Northern Classic with one more game to follow. MTSU beat Hofstra by 10 last night. The Stephen F. Austin team with talent and with ambition picked to finish third in the WAC. They won the WAC regular season championship a year ago, but they don't quite look like Champions just yet this year as they are trying very hard to get organized and MTSU's kept them disheveled this evening. The Raiders with the basketball, Weston on the near wing. Has it tipped away, it's a two on one. And once again, Hawkins loses control of the ball and it's gonna go out of play to MTSU. Couldn't uh, determine for a second there if that was touched by the defender. It was not, says the referee. It goes out, MTSU will inbound under its own basket. Yet another turnover. That's 16 for Stephen F. Austin tonight. Yeah, Coach McDevitt not very happy with Cam Weston on that play. Just way too casual on that pass. And, you know, from a coaching standpoint, people look up and go, well, you know, you got a 16-point lead. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is you coach every game like, you did, like it's a one-possession game. And in a one-possession game, that loses for you. Not to mention this Stephen F. Austin team turned 17 into seven real fast in that first half. They can easily do it again. They've gotten this Yet another turnover. Two on two the other way. Layup good and the foul. Kajusti went up. He drew the contact. He got the bucket. It's a 16-point game, and he'll go to the line for one. Yeah, those are the types of things that keep you from stretching leads, and those are the types of things that allow leads to just diminish like they did in the first half. Again, back-to-back -back casual plays with the offense. And uh, one of the things that obviously Stephen F. Austin can do is get in transition off those turnovers, the points off turnovers right now. Fortunately, middle with 15 turnovers that Stephen F. Austin has not been able to translate into points, only 11 points off turnovers. Free throw no good, rebound inside Stephen F. Austin though, a three from the corner, air ball, MTSU attempting to rebound, but they crossed the out of bounds line. It's gonna stay with Stephen F. Austin will get a key offensive board. They're going to get a lot more of those if they continue shooting like they are and uh, trailing like they are to come back and yep. get those second chances. That's actually a hard one to rebound. He takes a shot from 19 and shoots at about 22. That's <laughs> not easy. Almost served as a nice little pass there. On the inbounds, layup is good for Heyman. It's 58 to 44. Nice little curl set there by, Hofstra to, or, uh, by Stephen F. Austin to get that easy basket. MTSU now with the ball, nine minutes left, leading by 14. Just take care of the ball, guys, keep it simple. Lawrence pressured right along the out-of-bounds line near side, gets it to Dishman, one-on-one, -on -one. Dishman backing down his man in the block, second man comes now, and he walks. Dishman can't believe it, but he's whistled for the travel with 8.52 to go, it's a turnover for the Blue Raiders leading 58-44. Well, the reason why DeAndre is frustrated is because he was getting hammered all the way down there, backing his man down, and then when his man just sort of gave some ground, it, it caused him to lose his balance there. I think if you call the fouls 
early in the back down, the walk doesn't take place. Dishman leads the team with 13 points along with Justin Porter's 13. Lawrence has 12 three-minute double figures for MTSU. Hawkins leads the way with seven, with 10 points rather for Stephen F. Austin who trails by 14. It's Hawkins with the basketball now. Far side, just inside the three-point line. Now up top, he goes to Heyman. Heyman dishes inside, ball bounces away, and it goes back to the far corner where it's gotten by Stephen F. Austin. Turnaround jumper for Hawkins, front rim, no good. Rebound, though, goes to Armbrester. Kicks it back out, three-point shot. Hawkins, good. It's just an 11-point game now as Hawkins has 13. He's turned it over a couple times, a liability, but also an asset. And he's gotten his team close to single digits now as this one was as big as 18 not long ago. It's a 7-0 run in just 39 seconds, Kyle, for this team. Yeah, and again, it, it just sort of starts with just some, some turnovers, and that gets their head up. Timeout on the floor. Your score, MTSU 58, Stephen F. Austin 47. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. MTSU inbounds, up 11, 8-10 to go in this ball game, game two of three in the Northern Classic. They've got the ball right now at the top of the key with Justin Porter off the bench. He's been great today, 13 points 
for the Blue Raiders. He's got it right next to the referee on the near side, right in front of the fans, 30 feet from the basket. Now he drives in. He passes. It's a layup up and good. Nice movement there. Buford came in. He cut in, received the pass, and had a free layup, 60-47. Well, Porter's dribble penetration drew help, and Justin Buford did a great job of getting to a location where he could be found, and it was a great find by Porter. That's six for Buford, and MTSU's lead is 13, and a foul on the other end goes against Elias King. Stephen F. Austin was circling it to the far side of their half-court offense. That's five fouls for MTSU this half, and for King, that's his second. Move your feet, don't foul, don't stop the clock. 7.40 to go. 13-point lead, Blue Raiders inbounded safely to Antwi Boasiaco. Stephen F. Austin sets things up. Pass to the near wing. Tazino cut off. Loses the handle. Steal MTSU. He tried to go for a shot. Completely lost control of the ball. Yeah, Justin, Justin Buford in a perfect position on the ball. Got it stopped. Drive. Foul. And that's going to be two shots. Porter going to the hoop. Is knocked down. And it's going to be on Heyman. That's the sixth foul of the half for Stephen F. Austin. So MTSU will be on, in the bonus on the next foul. Heyman's third of the game. That's now two players with three fouls apiece for Stephen F. Austin, two bench players, and Heyman and Kajusti. Hall, their leading scorer, has only played 11 minutes tonight because he's got four. Porter to the line, looking to become the sole leading scorer for this team. He does it. He drains the first free throw. 61-47. 7.19 to go in TSU. Can't call this one safe yet. Lead looks good, but there have been two lightning fast runs in this game from Stephen F. Austin to close out the lead. This one is good as well, though. 62-47, Porter with 15. And not only is MTSU now backed up by 15, they've made four of the last five shots from the field. Top of the key, Antwi Boasiaco swings it near side to Heyman. Heyman at the wing almost loses control of the pass to Hawkins, who regains possession. Far side to Kajusti. Kajusti with a screen set by Antwi Boasiaco to the elbow, now drives in. Dishman cuts him off. Kick back outside, far side. A drive toward the baseline, knocked away. Good defense there by Litter. Goes off of him. It will stay with Stephen F. Austin. 6.52 to go and just three on the shot clock. Have to hurry to get this one off, down 15. Set up on the far side underneath the basket. Looking for some action inside. The pass inside, it is tipped and there's a foul. Shot was off target by Tizino. The foul goes against Buford. Bit of a bailout there for MTSU. Yeah, you saw uh, Stephen F. Austin run a rear screen as you would expect with only three on the shot clock. They were going to run a rear screen for the lob or they were going to step out after the rear screen for a shot. And uh, unfortunately, called Justin Buford for the foul. 62-47 the score. That's now six on MTSU as well. So both teams' next foul will lead to one and one for the others. Just one on Buford. And a conversation now between the referees as we Wait for just a moment to restart play. Let's go on and foul turn. Yeah, I didn't understand what the officials were doing because they took the ball side out, but the foul clearly took place low. It should be a baseline out of bounds set. Yeah, interesting. And really inbound the basket 20. Back on the shot clock now. And they pass it up over the top. They look to the back screen again. This time nobody was there. Buford intercepts and MTSU's in business. Yeah, just being deliberate offensively. No rush, 
Holman Jones cuts, receives the pass, loses control of the ball. They rushed it. They lost the ball, another turnover. Well, you don't want to throw the ball to a post player that far out in that situation, diving to the rim. Heyman, shot fake for the three, drives it. One-handed runner up, no good, rebound MTSU. And now they will take their time. No need to play Stephen F. Austin's game of hurry-up basketball. That's what they want to do, and that's what they have to do down 15. Well, the ball's sticking too much. Move the basketball. Weston they're is fouled yeah, on the far side. They're going to call the, the, uh, the, uh, the cylinder call. And that's going to be one and one for Cameron Weston. No points today for Weston, who had seven against Hofstra last night. And he would go to the line. He's the best free throw shooter on the team, 92% for the season. We'll try to extend this 15-point lead to 6.13 to go. Weston. One and one. First shot is up. It's good. He'll get another. 63-47. It's now a two-minute scoring drought for the Lumberjacks coming at a bad time. This is a streaky team, and right now they're on a cold streak rather than a hot one. MTSU taking advantage. And they'll look to add that lead with one more free throw here from Weston, who rarely ever misses. Next shot is up. Broadcaster's jinx. He missed it. He did it. <laughs> Sorry. Rebound, Hawkins, Stephen F. Austin. They're down 16. Six minutes to go in this game. Drive into the lane now. Andre Boisiaco goes up. No good. Put back block from behind. And then a foul going the other way. They're going to call a foul on the shot. Yeah, it is. On the shot, a, a late call there. Leonard is the one who draws it. His third. He picks it up, rather. Third foul and seventh on MTSU. And boy, I thought that was a clean play. It's like they were ready to break away. And the whistle brought everybody back to that spot. Antwi Boisiaco will step to the line. 85% free throw shooter. His first free throw is good. 63-48. Antwi Boisiaco now with eight points. Inside man, just three of 11 shooting, and typically you want your post players to be much more accurate than that, but MTSU's bothering him inside. Stephen F. Austin within 15, Antwi Boisiaco's second shot. Upcoming, it's up, it's also good, rattles in, 63-49 the score. And whenever they score, they're gonna try to employ that press, it's a zone press now. And they'll collapse it now and start to trap once the ball's inside MTSU's attacking side. They've thrown it away. Quick break for Stephen F. Austin. Quick recovery, though, by MTSU. Wide open three passed up. They'll swing it around the perimeter instead. And two men who aren't quite as open as the man who had the ball briefly. Long pass, batted away MTSU. It goes out of play. It'll stay with Stephen F. Austin. 16 on the shot clock, 5.38 to go. Yeah, Eli Lawrence broke out on that one and uh, got a deflection. I thought he got fouled. The official didn't see it that way, so Stephen F. also retains possession of the ball. 12 on the shot clock. I agree with you. It looked like he had position. It was bumped by the defender. Eight on the shot clock now. Seven, six, drive in the lane. Knocked away, MTSU ball. Another turnover. This one's Tezano who lost the handle. And MTSU can just keep on racking up those turnovers all night long. They'll Wave hello to victory number four if they do that. Well, Middle, because of their length and their athletic ability, has the ability to really clog up driving lanes and passing lanes. And if 
they will use that gap support to their advantage. When they spread out, it's very difficult to find space. They'll throw it in under their own basket. And that turnover from Stephen F. Austin, they're 19. Of course, the middle has 19 of their own. The difference has been points off turnovers, 19 for TSU, 14 for the Lumberjacks. We have 5.13 to go. And the West have lost control of the ball. It's trapped up against the sideline on the near side, 35 feet from the basket, and he got his pocket picked by Hamer. He knocked it off of him and out of play. West is such a talented player. You expect your point guard to lead you in assists and probably also lead you in turnovers because you're making more of those plays. He leads MTSU in both of those categories. Well, the key is your ratio. If you're a, if you're a quality point guard, your assist turnover ratio has got to be a minimum 2.0. Minimum. Foul, Middle Tennessee State, which means one and one for Stephen F. Austin, waiting for the identity of the fouler there. It's going to be Weston who commits it his first team's eight. And that's sort of the, the, the you know that that's sort of the Achilles heel on Cam. You know, going into this game, ten assists, eighteen turnovers, so he's upside down. And that's one of the things that Cam did last year that he needs to improve upon. Is last year when he would turn the ball over, it would become an epidemic. He would stack his turnovers two, three, and, and, you know, at a time. And uh, even in this game, he's been a little lackadaisical with, with the ball. Right now, only credited with, with two turnovers. First free throw for Hawkins is good. 63-50 to 50 is Stephen F. Austin trying to just chew away at this Blue Raider advantage. Not a lot of time left. 4.57 to go to erase a 13-point deficit. Neither team has scored in nearly three minutes in MTSU's case and more than three minutes for Stephen F. Austin from the field, only from the free throw line that these teams scored as Hawkins adds to that tower. Another free throw that is good, 63-51. And again, they're employing that press. It's two men against two, and then whenever MTSU tries to enter the half court, that's when they really converge in pressure. Raiders on the far side and draw foul. Yeah, this is going to be reduced basically to a free throw shooting contest for the <laughs> last five minutes of the game because they're fouling on both ends and they're calling every single thing. 63-51, the advantage for the Blue Raiders. And if it does become a free throw shooting contest, it can become a war of attrition. TSU can make or miss just as many as Stephen F. Austin will be fine, of course. They're shooting 68% right now from the stripe. And Stephen F. Austin, 67. Foul when it gets on Tweebo just his first of the game. The eighth of the half for Stephen F. Austin. And to the line goes Justin Porter. Porter leading the team with a great performance. He's got 15 today. He's got one and one here. And it's free throw up and good. He'll get another. 64-51, middle, 442 to go. Next, tomorrow, it's... Montana State, 12.30 tip off. Second free throw up and good again. 65-51, 17 for Porter. Five of six from the field, six of six from the line. And middle making those free throws where they matter most. Drive, dish, far side, blocked in the air by MTSU on a three-point shot. 4.25 to go, Porter drives, kicks, up to Dishman now, top of the circle, Dishman. 
Driving down, double team, kicks it out, Lawrence. One of the three, passed it up wisely, pass inside instead. Dishman layup, no good, always point blank. Might have been affected there at the last minute by just a little bit of contact. Ball batted out of bounds, will stay within TSU, 19 on the shot clock. Well, it was actually a lot of contact. I can't believe they didn't call a foul the way they didn't call in the game in the second half. But such a good possession for middle there. They got a lot of touches. Got a lot of ball reversal, eating a lot of clock. In balance to last night's player of the game, Dishman. Backing down the lane with two men on and passes out. Two men get caught between them. Ooh, here stole it away. Crisis. Ball looks like it's got butter on it. It slips back into Stephen F. Austin's side. Layup good and the foul. When that ball shot out of MTSU's end, like somebody had electrocuted it, and it was a two-on-one the other way that led to the layup by Hawkins, the foul on Dishman. It's a 12-point game. A free throw upcoming, and we'll take a break. Their score with 3.57 remaining. MTSU 65, Stephen F. Austin 53. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Boyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard, well, light it up, Blue Raiders. MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, Ice Cream, and more. shot after an and one and uh, Kyle Turnham middle has not made a field goal in three minutes and 56 seconds that actually kind of looks worse than it is because they've made a lot of free throws in that space yeah I was going to say it's a little bit of a misleading stat just because they're getting fouled quite so much and I think that's one of the things that Nick McDevitt is talking to his team about right now is look you know we we're this is the last media timeout let's finish the game clean yeah clean defensively clean offensively because again the turnovers haven't come back to haunt us, but still 20 turnovers. And that's not a recipe for success against more talented teams. So let's have a nice clean 350, whatever it is, because we've got different numbers <laughs> showing everywhere. Yeah, 357 up there, 352 here on the, the, the stat uh, format. But uh, let, let, let's have a nice clean last four minutes. Free throw from Hawkins is good. Lead down to 11. That's 18 points for Hawkins to lead the way 
for this team. That's a season high for the five-year veteran. As MTSU inbounds, leading by 11, and just a couple of timely baskets you think could put this one to bed. Trap on Porter as he gets close to the edge of the timeline. His pass forward deflects out of play. And yeah. 25 on the shot clock, it does deflect across, and so they'll inbound. Keep the ball side. centered, keep it off the sideline. Right there's where it needs to go. Dishman to the elbow, drives. Boy, it looked like there was a lot of contact there, and they will indeed call the foul as he was looking to dish it out. Instead, he will go to the line. Yeah, he'll go to the for the one and one rather than for the two. They determined that he was passing the ball. Foul on Hawkins, his third team ninth. And so the next one will send the Blue Raiders to the line for two shots, but this will be one and one for Dishman. Well, I, I spoke last night to the conditioning that uh, DeAndre has put in over the course of the, you know, between the seasons. Free throw good. And the bottom line is you look in his ability to play back-to-back -back and play as well and as long as he's played speaks volumes about how hard he's worked in the offseason. He's in the best physical shape of his, uh, of his career, and it shows. Second upcoming for addition to us, 15 tonight. It's up and it's also good. He makes a pair from the line, a 29% free throw shooter, raising that average a little bit. Five of nine tonight from the strike. It's 67-54 MTSU. Stephen F. Austin in desperation mode now. Heyman on the near wing, tries to drive on Leonard. Now crosses it over to his right hand, puts it up, no good, gets a rebound, and the baby hook is up and good. It's 11 points now, 67-56. 3.23 to go. A trap now in backcourt. MTSU's going to have to hurry to get it across. 22-21, they do so right before the 10-second clock expires. Now it's to Dishman. Lays it up. No good. He drove baseline. Saw an opening. Perhaps rushed things a bit, but a guy like that, a veteran with space, you don't mind him taking that. Stephen F. Austin loses it the other way. Two for one. Alley-oop. Laid up. No good. Put back. No good. Rebound Stephen F. Austin. Missed opportunity there on the two-on-one. It's an 11-point game, and it's a sloppy one. Stephen F. Austin, three from the corner. No good, Hawkins. Boy, they needed that. That would have put them within eight. Instead, the board goes to the Blue Raiders. We're at 2.43 remaining, and just a couple more minutes now of even basketball, and MTSU is going to earn their fourth win of the year. It's a foul now. It's going to be called on Stephen F. Austin on the trap to Zeno, his second. And two shots upcoming for the Blue Raiders. Well, we saw this script last night. Uh, had a big lead and then just watched it, you know, dissipate. And, uh, you know, again, part of it, sloppy play, missed opportunities. And here, if that three goes down again, it's a game-changing shot that makes it a three-possession game. So, you know, finish cleanly. Finish cleanly. Two for Dishman. As they're in the double bonus now, his first is up, and it is good. This MTSU team was 10th in Conference USA in free throw percentage coming into the day, 63%. Today, they are shooting 76% from the stripe, and it's enabled them to all but put this game away. Second shot also good from Dishman. Now, 7 of 11 from the line. That's 77% for a guy who is not exactly a free throw shooting specialist. He's gotten it done today, 17 points. 13-point lead for MTSU, 69-56 the score. Layup up and no good for Stephen F. Austin on a baseline drive. Rebound, Dishman. MTSU basketball, two to go. Eli Lawrence, pressure, double-teamed. The ball nearly taken away. Now he goes to the floor to try to grab it. Stephen F. Austin comes away with it. There's a foul on their near elbow. 
it was three on three. And what I mean by that is there were three men for each team on the floor going for that ball. The foul is whistled on MTSU. It's double bonus territory now for the Lumberjacks, and it's going to be two for Heyman. That was messy, <laughs> to say the least. 2.07 to go, and two shots for Heyman, the reserve, who has eight points tonight. Looking to add to his tally and help Stephen F. Austin claw back into this thing. His first free throw is good. And we're at that deficit now where you're just going to expect Kyle Keller's team to really pour on that press and not be afraid to foul. Well, you, you stop and think he makes these two free throws and, and cuts it basically to what would be an 11-point game. He's got get it. one basket there, and now it's a nine-point game. That's just three possessions, so it's it's still not over completely. No, it's not. He's got the second. It's an 11-point lead for MTSU, 69-58. They cross the timeline quickly, get it to the corner, and they're going to cycle it back. They're going to spread the floor now. That old Dean Smith four corners look as they're trying to run this thing down. 15 on the shot clock, 152 on the game clock. Pressure right in front of the MTSU bench and a smart timeout there taken by Nick McDevitt. He had two to use. He'll take one there, just a 30-second timeout to protect the basketball. 13 on the shot clock, 150 left, 69-58, the lead for the Blue Raiders. It's really amazing. I mean, again, this has become a free-throw shooting competition, as you referenced earlier. MTSU's now taken 25 free throws. It's kept them from hitting down a field goal in the last six minutes and three seconds, and yet their lead has remained relatively stable. It's still double digits. Yeah, and, and I think, again, it, it speaks volumes to, you know, when you look up, <clears throat> we're 0 of our last four from, from the field goals. Uh, we haven't had a field goal in six minutes. We made up time at the free throw line. And uh, if we don't turn the ball over in this game, this thing is really a blowout. You know, right now we have 21 turnovers that Stephen F. Austin's turned into 21 points. Well, even if you cut that in half, instead of being up 11, you're up in the mid-20s. And, uh, you know, again, it, it, it doesn't come back to haunt you in this one, but something that you do want to keep an eye on, especially in games where – they're going to be a lot closer than this. Quick inbounds pass and a quick foul by Hawkins. He's frustrated. He thought he was going to come away with the steal. It's his fourth. Double bonus again for MTSU. And Porter's going to go back to the line. 17 points today. And if he can make it 18 and 19, he can think all but seal this thing with a minute 49 to go. Porter looks up, shoots, hits, leads 12. Porter, the sophomore from Houston, Texas, on his way to a career day. Had six points last night. And now Porter is at 18 and make it 19. It's a 13-point lead. And I got to say, I think he might be our leading candidate for the Bill Ford Tough Player of the Game right now, Kyle. Yeah, I think that uh, you know, he's come off the bench and contributed 19 points, five out of six from the floor, eight out of eight from the Free throw line, four assists, no turnovers. That's uh, going to be a pretty hard stat line to beat. That's a heck of a night, and he has reached his career high. His previous career high came against Brescia, 14 points against them, and he's got 19 now in this one. Ball goes the other way. Dishman commits the foul by MTSU. It's double bonus again for Stephen F. Austin. It's going to be two shots with this. But, uh, 13-point lead for MTSU, 71-58. A 
Justin Porter, what a story. Comes in from Tyler Junior College. He's a sophomore, but it's his first year at MTSU. He's the first free throw is good. He's played good minutes this year. A minimum of 19 per game is that one of those first guards off the bench, but a breakthrough night for him tonight. Five of six shooting, eight of eight free throws, 19 points. The second free throw is also good. 71-60, MTSU over Stephen F. Austin, 128 to go. Full court press, as you'd expect, from Stephen F. Austin, and MTSU breaks it beautifully with nice, tremendous four corners offense. They throw it all the way down to the near corner of the basketball court, and then they're able to emerge with it at the top of the key. Now working it around, and they'll throw it away right there in the middle of the lane. One ten left, intercepted Heyman. Quick break the other way, three-point shot near side right in front of the bench. Front rim no good, rebound tapped out of play, gonna go to MTSU. Big decision there by the referee, looked like it might have been off Dishman there. Instead, maybe just a little hand got in there from Stephen F. Austin. And up 11 with a minute three to go, MTSU can start to ice this game. Weston will inbound. Man-to-man -man pressure with a couple more reinforcements behind him. Now back that off, and MTSU about to cross the timeline. Porter passes to Weston. Weston through the circle with two seconds to spare. Sets it up on the right wing, and as he does so, he's fouled. So Weston will go to the line. Well, Cam can beat basically a one-man press offense himself <laughs> because he plays the game at great angles. He's got great handles uh, unless he gets loose with it. And, but, uh, you know, otherwise, uh, he's almost impossible to guard one-on-one -on -one and even double teams because he has the ability to start, stop, and change angles. Two shots for Weston. First is up, and it's good. 72-60 MTSU. Weston has two now. Both of them from the free throw line. Second free throw is good. Great night for Middle Tennessee State as they are going to improve to four and two on the season and knock off the defending regular season WAC champions. The Stephen F. Austin team still looking for answers. Yes, they've lost Three of their top five scores from a year ago as they drain a, or miss a three, because Juicy looked like he switched it, but he switched it the wrong way, an air ball. And the rebound bounces from the Stephen F. Austin bench. And it's gonna go to MTSU. 72-60 the advantage. Good night for the Blue Raiders. They weren't perfect. You're not going to be perfect against a team that traps you for 40 minutes. But they were good enough, and they played excellent defense themselves. Yes, they gave the ball away a good bit. They also forced a lot of turnovers themselves. 25 seconds to go. MTSU circling it around the perimeter. Trap defense still in effect. Ball kicked out to Weston. Wide open, top of the key. Three-pointer is good. The lead company three-pointer makes it 75-60. Put this one in the books, folks. Five seconds to go. Ball trickles out near side. Three-point shot as time expires is good. Two seconds left on the clock. 75-63 the score. And a timeout because Kyle Keller believes he can drop a 12-point play here. <laughs> Teaching moment for sure for his team, and now they're just gonna let that one run out. That's gonna do it, folks. MTSU dominant today against Stephen F. Austin.
They earned the win 75-63, and the Blue Raiders are 2-0 in the Northern Classic. They are 4-2 overall. And Kyle, this was exactly the kind of performance MTSU wanted to put together, especially in the second half where they scored 42 points, so many of those from the free throw line, to ice a game against a team that's just so tough to play against. Well, I just think that defensively they set the tone early. Uh, took over the game from a defensive standpoint, made things very, very difficult for Stephen F. Austin to get, you know, get any, get their head up and and get any kind of confidence. Uh, Stephen F. Austin really never put together anything offensively outside of the points off turnovers, and you take those things away, this thing's a cakewalk. Today's game-changing moment is presented by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surges Center. MMC is Southern Middle Tennessee's premier medical group dedicated to providing both primary and specialty care for your entire family at MMC. Your health is our mission. Kyle, what would your moment be in this one that enabled MTSU to get this one? I, I don't know that I really have a moment. I think we came out ready to play from the tip, to be honest with you. And it's just one of those situations where, again, I thought we really asserted ourselves defensively. Uh, just took any kind of confidence away from uh, Stephen F. Austin. You know, we didn't have a lot of those turnovers until late in the first half when they made that little bit of a run there at the, right before halftime. And, uh, you know, outside of that, if we weren't turning the ball over against those guys, they were not going to score. For me, it was MTSU seeing their 17-point lead evaporate to seven, come out in the second half. And just a quick little spurt. Not one that really caught your eye then, but they outscore Stephen F. Austin 7-2 to start the second half. And right then, seven-point lead goes to 12, and that's about the lead that MTSU was able to maintain. And that is indeed the final victory margin for the Blue Raiders. They win 75-63 to improve to 4-2 on this young season. When we come back, post-game festivities, including a chat with tonight's player of the game, as well as the coach. MTSU wins by 12. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know the salt anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of the first nacho chip with its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans. It's a step away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping on a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better Pepsi. That's what I like. Hi, this is Coach Nick McDevitt. Ascend Federal Credit Union is the proud sponsor and exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit Ascend's branch just off campus at 2316 East Main Street or any of their three other Murfreesboro locations. You can also keep track of your accounts and deposit checks on the go with Ascend's mobile app. For a complete list of services, ATMs, and locations, visit Ascend.org. Ascend is federally insured by the NCUA. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, Chip Walters here. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Boyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the empty polos, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at Game 2A on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the big game on Kentucky Downs is proud of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. The good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mid Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mid Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Ready for All right, uh, I should be in. Whether you go online or go in person, City Auto in Murfreesboro is where you go to see a gazillion cars and choose the one that's right for you. And there's no better time to go than now because we have a bigger, brand new facility. It's the easy, comfortable, convenient way to find what you're looking for. Remember, CityAuto.com is where you go to find your car online. And the all-new City Auto campus in Murfreesboro is where you go to see it in person. Go now, and we'll see you there. Let's recap today's MTSU game. Welcome to the Post Game Show, presented by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Your Middle Tennessee Ford dealers, built Ford Tough. Ascension St. Thomas, the official hospital partner of MTSU Athletics. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team positions for Blue Raider Athletics. And by Bud Light, it's for the fans. Once again, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. West Bowling in for Chip Walters tonight, putting a bow on MTSU's 75-63 win over Stephen F. Austin, joined by Kyle Turnham. The Exit Realty postgame show is brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates and Agents Brad Hopkins, Chip Walters, Richard Lewis, and Tim Page, the number one producing Exit Realty office in the United States. Find them online at exitmurfreesboro.com, dashes in between each of those words. MTSU a 12-point win over Stephen F. Austin to get its second win in two in the Northern Classic, and Kyle, it was exactly the kind of effort you have to put together against a Stephen F. Austin team that turns you over more than almost anybody in college basketball. Yeah, they play a, a, uh, a unique style in that regard and uh, really get out and deny passing lanes. They can force you to have to play a one-on-one -on -one game, which doesn't necessarily suit a lot of people. And I just thought that our patience offensively, our execution offensively was really good in the first half. But defensively, I thought we were outstanding the entire game. Um, you know, they just, Stephen F. Austin really just got no kind of traction whatsoever from an offensive standpoint. And I think that could be attributed to our length, our, uh, our activity. And uh, just thought we had an outstanding defensive game altogether. Today's built for tough player of the game is Justin Porter, the sophomore Juco transfer in his first season with the program, visit buyfordnow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best trucks are built for tough. 
quarter, 19 points tonight on five of six shooting, and perhaps even more importantly, Kyle, eight of eight from the line for a young player. That's remarkable poise in a, a juncture of the game where MTSU was pretty much exclusively shooting free throws and needed to make them to sustain the lead they had. Well, the numbers that stick out to me, four assists and zero turnovers, I think that speaks volumes. And we'll have to talk to him about that. We're going to catch up with Justin here in just a few moments. But on the other side of the break, we're going to hear from the coach himself, Nick McDevitt, as he will wrap up the, uh, the win. And I will give you the caveat. We'll hear from him if he's ready to be heard from. If not, we'll come back and do some stats and talk through what was a nice win for MTSU. But we will talk with him and with Porter here in just a few moments. Your final score, MTSU 75, Stephen F. Austin 63. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. MT Dining is eating made easy. With more than 19 dining locations, you'll never run out of variety on campus. Whether it's Chick-fil-A, Steak and Shake, or Starbucks, we've got the brands you love right here. Need a quick snack or scan drop? Stop by one of the six pods on campus and try out MT Dining's new farm-to-fork experience. Farmers Market, open, located in the Student Union. Visit mtdining.com for more information or visit our office in the Keefley University Center. Room 202. Last 30 coming up here. Hey basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt. It's never lost in Wonder World that your home is your largest physical investment. Wonder World's integrity will be noticed in the very first moment of contact. The clean professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Wonder World and the lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and a proud partner of ATSU athletics. Because the difference is integrity and always MTSU basketball 4-2 on the season, 1-0 in Conference USA play. They're wrapping up a 75-63 victory over Stephen F. Austin, the WAC regular season champions from a year ago. Let's uh, take you through the final stats of the game. Time to go inside the final numbers from Granis and Associates, certified public accountants specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Grannis and Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at www.gcpas.com. MTSU outshoots Stephen F. Austin, 52% to 38%, and from long range, 41% to 38%. The Blue Raiders collected 33 rebounds off the glass during today's game. Each Blue Raider rebound is brought to you by Window World of Murfreesboro. Visit windowworldmurfreesboro.com for a free quote today. Window World of Murfreesboro, the official window provider of Blue Raider Athletics. Hofstra with 30 rebounds. 
to MTSU's 33. 22 turnovers for the Blue Raiders. The, that's going to be common against a team that wants to play that up-tempo trapping style of basketball. 20 turnovers for Stephen F. Austin. The important note, the points off turnovers, Stephen F. Austin just barely pipped MTSU in that category, 21 to 19, but not the landslide that can so often happen against this team. The Blue Raiders had 15 assists in today's game. Each Blue Raider assist is presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee. Blue Cross assists our community by providing peace of mind through better health. 10 assists for Stephen F. Austin. Kyle, why don't you take us through some of these individual performers uh, here for, uh, for MTSU. Going down the line, uh, Tyler Millen had four points, one of three from the floor, one of two from the three-point line, one of two from the free-throw line. DeAndre Dishman was 17, five out of 10 from the floor, did not take a three-point shot, and it was seven out of 11 from the free-throw line. Eli Lawrence, 12 points on four of eight shooting, two out of six from the three-point line, two out of two from the free-throw line. T. Leonard with five points, two out of four from the floor, one out of two from the three-point line. Cameron Weston, five points on one out of five shooting, one out of two from the three-point line, two out of four from the free-throw line. Justin Porter, 19 points, five out of six from the floor, one out of one from the three-point line, eight out of eight from the free-throw line. Justin Buford, six points, two out of two from the floor, did not take a three, it was two out of two from the free-throw line. Uh, Mr. King had two out of five from the floor for five points, one out of four from the three-point line, did not attempt a free-throw. And uh, Jared Coleman Jones, two points, one out of one from the floor. MTSU, a winner tonight over Stephen F. Austin by a final score of 75 63. We'll hear from Coach McDevitt on the other side of the break. This is MTSU basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and counties of Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services yep. and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first new Rutherford Hospital at Westline, and expansions at our okay. Rutherford okay. Hospital Thank campus you. are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford.
second, Frosty Canada. A great night for MTSU. 75-63 the win over Stephen F. Austin, West Bowling, and Kyle Turner. Joined now by the head coach, Nick McDevitt. Coach, congratulations on the win. You knew that your team was going to face significant pressure against the Stephen F. Austin team, that you knew they were going to turn you over. But what was the key to withstanding that pressure enough to get the victory tonight? Just not letting it snowball. Uh, you know, we told our team coming into the game that that, that is what they do. You know, that turnovers is coming. Uh, they they uh, force you into those things. And um, you just can't have repeating mistakes. You can't let uh, one or two mistakes bring in three or four because uh, you, you kind of hang. And so they, they're fortunate to be a mentally and physically tough team. You've got to be tough for the ball. But you've also got to be tough immediately because they're going to run you out of plays. You can't uh, dial up a bunch of sets like you can most games and go run them. They're going to run you out of the top block uh, so that you can't enter the ball easily. Uh, they're trapped when uh, you play the ball in the post on They're going to trap like the ball screen. So uh, you just got to be tough with the ball. You're going to be tough with when they do make their runs. They're a good team. Uh, they got good players. And so you can just got to sustain, just really being locked in holding. Last night you got a standout performance off the bench from Elias King, who notched a double-double. Tonight it's Justin Porter coming off the bench, career-high 19 here in his young career. What does it mean to get the contributions from guys like Justin and Elias off the bench to supplement what you're doing in the starting five? Well, I, you must have heard the poster in the room speech, but uh, that, that was really one of the things that we just covered is uh, the fact that uh, we don't just have one guy to go to over and over every night to win games, and uh, they've got to score a bunch of points to win games. Uh, we've got a bunch of guys that put the ball in the basket. We've got really good masters. And, you know, last night it was Elias King had a great night uh, with a double-double. And every night it was Justin Porter. Uh, but not, not just the, the points that he had, uh, but to play in that kind of game at zero turnovers as point guard uh, is pretty impressive. I thought he did a nice job of using the speed. Uh, and open floor, maybe two players from the right up to the line. Uh, looked confident out there and uh, gave our team a big boost. Um, you know, the, the more that we can continue to develop guys like him and Elias and uh, having Justin Buford back, although, you know, his stats kind of jump off the page like that, just having one of your team leaders and captains and kind of the soul and heartbeat of your team uh, back out there, uh, that's that matters. Coach, I thought defensively, uh, you know, once again for the second consecutive night, you did a great job uh, of really just making things difficult for Stephen F. Austin. Uh, Hofstra couldn't really get off the ground last night. Stephen F. Austin couldn't get off the ground tonight. Neither team got their head up, and it just made things very, very difficult for them. They got frustrated. They couldn't make shots. Nothing was coming easy, and we were turning defense into offense, and Boy, you got to love to see that kind of personality on the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, to last night we Hofstra uh, made four threes tonight. Um, uh, Stephen F. Austin made six. And I, I thought I got a good job of running off the line. Uh, and the ones that they made, they did a pretty good job of contesting. Uh, team blocked, or not completely blocked, but took one out of the, the corner right in front of the bench pretty late. But, you know, Ones like that, when those, when those go back, it changes the momentum and the reflection of the game. All of a sudden, a four possession game will be a three possession game. I just thought we, we uh, did a nice job just keeping a hat on the hat, a body on the body, uh, using our legs 
and uh, you know, we've got to continue doing that. You know, we can't keep, uh, can't put uh, teams on the free throw line a lot and give up threes. Uh, the math simply won't work out very well for you. Uh, but to be able to only give up uh, 11 free throw line and give up six threes, it forces teams to have to make a lot of teams. And when you can continue to throw in athleticism at that uh, folks, uh, there's going to be teams that, that uh, beat you, obviously, at doing that, but uh, you want to try to make life difficult uh, as best you can. For the second consecutive night as well, I thought DeAndre was fantastic offensively. Your, your offense just flows through him in, in so many ways and manifests either whether he's backing his man down, whether he's diving down off the rear screen for a post-up, uh, just transferring the ball, backdoor cuts, you name it to me. When, when, when DeAndre is controlling the ball in the middle of the floor, your offense is at its absolute best. And, and, and you almost uh, have a second point guard on the floor when he's out there. Correct. Uh, obviously, JP and Cam uh, are, are kind of the, the primary ball handlers, uh, but at times when you've got those two out there, along with Fitch and your point guard, uh, you, you feel like you've got three really good ball handlers in their matchup. You know, uh, that, that, uh, just a one-on-one player, not too many guys who are take it from Dish. Uh, you know, the turnovers tonight, but again, in a game when you play 33 minutes and you're seeing doubles and ants coming at you from all different directions, uh, that's to be expected a little bit. But, uh, it, it just uh, allows your offense, uh, as you mentioned, just to, to flow smoothly, the price up. Although you're running the out of things a lot, you've got guys that just have field. Uh, for offense and can pass and catch. And uh, it allows you to get open looks if you can keep the ball moving. Not towards the wrong team, it sounds simple, but uh, there's some guys that just can't do that particular disposition. Well, the other part about Dish to me, too, is that number one, you're, you're taking a, a post player away, so you're eliminating a shot blocking presence for drives and backdoor cuts, things like that. But Dish has such a great feel for reading the defense because you're taking a post player and you're now asking him to play perimeter defense. Because when Dish has got the ball at the top of the key, he's not a post player. He, he really is is more like a point forward in a way, you know, if you're trying to, you know, give it a position. And he's got such a great feel for how to, you know, do I take the shot? Do I drive the basketball? Do I go spin move? And then when he gets back underneath, He's got so many ways to either finish, get fouled, or both. Yeah, kind of some of the other terms that we use both with him uh, that he should have, but also uh, trying to get our other post players to kind of learn uh, the nuances of, of what you're talking about is sometimes you just kind of let the offense breathe. Yeah. You know, he, he's just got a good feel for things are crazy. And he holds it just that extra second or two and allows the other four guys on the floor to somehow calm down or get themselves organized on the floor within our offense as opposed to ducking his head, going faster than he should be, and kind of adding uh, to the disorganization of, a, of an offensive possession. He just has such good feel for knowing uh, it's, it's time to go get a bucket. Uh, versus we can run offense, we look a little disorganized, I'm going to get it, just let this possession breathe for a second. And, uh, you know, that, that's really good experience and good for our uh, younger players, at least, uh, uh, ability guys, sorry about Christian Tyson and Jerry Jones, 
to be able to see and learn in those parts from uh, seven years ago? Well, I, you know, I felt like going into the night, the way that Stephen F. Austin was going to play defense, they were spending so much energy denying your pairs out on the sidelines that he was yeah. going to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one action in the middle of the floor. And, again, he, he just understands when to, when not to, as much as anything else. And, and he recognizes that, you know, when they're tied up in their pairs and they're trying to switch and deny and really stretch their defense, it's leaving him one-on-one -on -one in the middle of the floor, and he just makes great decisions. He, he really did. Uh, he continues to do that for us. Uh, you know, do a nice job down the stretch, making his free throws. Um, he just has a good feel for the game. He, he's played a lot of basketball and uh, having that kind of experience out there uh, from a guy that has his physical stature that's as good as he is with the ball in his hands is a weapon for us. And uh, to be able to have him in, in close games and have a center that gets the ball and kind of breathe that style, you know, somebody who really trusts that ball in their hands is, uh, it is certainly something that's an asset for us. Yeah, I want to brag on him in one more area, too, and get you to, uh, to talk on it a little bit. Um, you know, it, it speaks volumes that he's even in a Blue Raider uniform, given what he's been through. And he worked so hard in the offseason. I, I think he's in the best physical shape that he's ever been in. And when you look at the number of minutes that he's getting in his productivity, you know, how proud can you be for him? The fact, <clears throat> number one, that he came back, but number two, that he worked so hard in the offseason to put himself in a position to be able to do this on back-to-back -back nights, getting ready to be three. It really is uh, when you, you know, thinking back to several years ago, um, watching when he blew his knee out and how painful and how big of a really catastrophic injury that he had uh, to see him years later uh, playing 30 minutes last night, playing 33 minutes tonight. I think he had 17 last night, uh, if my memory serves me well. Uh, had 17 and 6 in the night. Uh, it, it really is a testament to his mental and physical toughness. He, he is a tough dude. Yeah, Colin is a tough career and nobody could have fought him. So, a common guy could have called it a career. Oh, for sure. Nobody was years ago. Years ago, could have. And uh, he didn't. And I, I think it's just a, a testament to his love for the game, uh, love for Middle Tennessee, love for the, uh, his teammates, his brothers uh, in our program. Uh, you know, he, he's not often a man of many words, uh, but, you know, I, I, I play a song for Uncle. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's 25 years old. And, uh, you know, he, that, that's just kind of the way he operates. He goes about his business in the right manner. And uh, obviously, he's already graduated from Middle Tennessee. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud of what he's been able to experience in these last 18 months from a really good season last year, getting into the Greens off to a good start this year, and to go through those hardships, those hard times. Uh, the, the couple years leading up to that, it's, it's paying off for him uh, recently. Are you a Star Wars guy? I am not. Okay, well, are, are you familiar with Yoda? Say. Are you familiar with Yoda at all? Yes. Okay, well, I used the Jedi mind trick on him all last year. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really put a lot of pressure on him, and every time the subject came up about, you know, him, him leaving, I, I just looked at him and I go, you're not leaving. 
You're not. Well, then we owe it all to you, Kyle. So I appreciate you putting that uh, pressure on him. Jedi mind tricking him. Yeah, hey, I, 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 I'm right there for you, Coach. I'm doing the best I can from the sideline. And, I love you know, it. What, whatever it takes. And, and tonight? I got another recruiter that I didn't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I talked over you, and I even made a Yoda joke, and it's the only Star Wars thing I know, so that's that's a waste of time. <laughs> Coach, congratulations again on the win. We'll let you get to the scout of Montana State. Quick turnaround for you tomorrow, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Congratulations, Coach. 75-63, the final tonight. MTSU beat Stephen F. Austin, the player of the game, on the other side of the break. This is Blue Raider Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Get started online at TriGreenEquipment.com and score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment price. TriGreen Equipment is a tried and true partner of MTSU Athletics. Go Blue! Congratulations. How are you feeling after that performance? <laughs> Thank you. I feel good. I feel great. As you should. I'm so, glad. Tell yeah, us I'm glad to get win. Yeah, well, and you guys played so well, and you were a key, key contributor to that. You scored 14 in your, in your first ever career game at MTSU. Have a couple games mm -hmm. where you're in single digits, and then you come in tonight and really take this, this game by storm. What was it, uh, what was the difference tonight that, that kind of drove you forward to be such a, a key contributor for this team? I just felt like just play my game, you know, just get the win for my teammates. You know, some days it's my other teammates' night, some days it'll be my night, some days it'll be one of my other teammates. So I guess today was my day. So that's what I was. I'm sorry, you had a, you had a great couple of years in junior 
college, then you come to MTSU. Tell us, what that, what's that transition been like? Uh, it's a big transition, actually. Juco is more free-form. You know, you can go very fast-paced, but at the D1 level, you have to be like fast-paced and more controlled. You have to be more controlled and have a good IQ, a better IQ. So. Justin, tonight, obviously, you scored a lot of points, but the stat that sticks out with me is the four assists and no turnovers because when you're going up against a team that pressures a little uniquely like Stephen F. Austin does, and for you to be able to come off the bench and, uh, you know, have that stat line impresses me, you know, even more than, than what you did from a scoring standpoint. Talk a little bit about their pressure and what you guys worked on in terms of getting ready. Um, the pressure, you know, they press up a lot. So we all, most of us are fast, so we use our speed to get by them uh, great off that. And it was easy to get in the lane today because once you get by them, they don't really help us as much off shooting, so we get the lane without two feet and get to the rack as high as You go 8 of 8 from the free throw line tonight after going 4 of 4 from the line last night. By my rudimentary mm -hmm. math, that's, that's 12 of 12, more importantly, 100% uh, from the strikes. When you have a, a team that's that's pressing you like they do. That's kind of wear you out. How hard is it to, to catch your breath and to deliver, especially down the stretch when you guys, I don't think you scored a field goal in the last six minutes of the game. You didn't get a chance to. It was it was all free throws. You had to make those to seal that game. Yeah, but that's how we practice. We practice really hard. We go into it every day. Back at the We just prepare for moments like, moments like this. So looking ahead now to Montana State, it's a, a quick turnaround for you guys. Do you feel like this case of, of playing a game, then playing again less than 24 hours, and another game less than 24 hours after that, does it get you ready for, you know, eventually postseason tournament play down the road? Oh, yes, sir. This is a perfect uh, experience for us. This is a perfect experience for us. This shows us, like, how we need to be ready to prepare and get our eyes ready the next day. Last question, you guys obviously are in another country and you're about to be out in Buffalo playing St. Bonaventure, long road trip for you. As yeah, you into this team, what does it mean to have that chance to get on the road with no distractions and to bond with your still relatively new teammates? It's just staying together, you know. We make, uh, we make another bond uh, on uh, like vacation, not vacation, but when you're away from your school like this, when you're just together with your team for a week, Almost a week and a half, there's nothing else we can do out here but bond. And that makes us play better than before. Yeah, bond and win. And you're treating that vacation very much like a business trip, a 75 60 uh -huh. win the second in as many days. And congratulations on your 19 point performance and your first ever uh, career Ford Tough Player of the Game Award. Have a great rest of your trip. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Justin. That is Justin Porter, player of the game tonight, 19 points. We're back on the other side of the break to wrap this one up. MTSU, a 12-point winner in game two of the Northern Classic. They're now 2-0 in that tournament. This is MTSU basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go blue! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out, or returning for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Presentation of the Blue Lake Network.